This is Eric Calvillo, and you're listening to Tectonic Takes. Tonic Takes. My name is Fabian Renkel. I'm usually a usual host here. And we actually have a really special guest. This is part two. What's up, Eric? Welcome back. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? And this is Eric Calvillo, San Jose Earthquakes player. You formerly know him as a Cosmos player, but as well as your San Jose Earthquakes player that got a lot of minutes this year. Uh, We have a whole bunch to talk about. So how was your Thanksgiving? It was was chill, man. Unfortunately... I wasn't able to go home just, you know, in time. So I spent mm-hmm. it with my roommates, spent it with Paul Marie and his, and his wife and dog. So, but it was, it was good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, right. Uh, sweet, small and intimate, right? That's always, what, what, yeah. what can you ask for more, especially during this time? Exactly. Uh, how's your family? Is everybody still doing well, safe in the house, things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's safe and sound. You know, it's good to be back home. You know, I'm very thankful to be back. Uh, but yeah, everybody's healthy. Um, you know, that's great news, that, that's, especially like, during yeah. this time, right? All this uncertainty. Mm-hmm. That's awesome to hear that your family is still really doing doing well, right? Um, and so, how have you been spending your time? I know you just got home, um, but how have you been spending your time on in your off in the off season, basically? I've been uh, letting my body rest a little bit. You know, uh, obviously, they we talked we talked last week. And uh, before, like, uh, before we parted our ways, you know, everybody went their separate ways. Uh, they told us, obviously, maybe to take like a week or two, you know, to let our body rest before, you know, getting back into the, the workout plans. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, just just trying to figure out, you know, when to start the workout plans with the with the season on hold, to be honest. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So what have you been doing personally, uh, like to get the, past the time, things like that? Um, and I've been pretty busy lately, uh, but it's not like something I plan. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say I, I sleep, I sleep in a little bit. Uh, you know, I play still video games like I always do, but then, uh, yeah, still playing FIFA? Then whatever the day. Nah, I play Warzones. Oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. So yeah. are you playing the new COD or, or the Modern Warfare? No, nah, I haven't played the new COD. Yeah, no, I'm playing the, just the Wars, the War, Warzone version. Oh, dope, dope, man. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't bought the new one yet. But, uh, but yeah, then whatever my day brings me, you know, it's been pretty busy these past couple of days. But, like, unannounced type of stuff, you know, it's just mm. whatever my family needs me to do, I, I have to go do. That's what's up. Um, yeah. So, you're back home. Are there, do you have, like, family friends that you've seen that have been like, hey, man, like, you had a great year, things like that? People, like, coming up to you? Uh, I saw a couple fr- family friends this weekend when I came back. But, uh... But yeah, we're celebrating my cousin's birthday, so it was like mm. really like a couple close friends of hers that also I know. Mm. But uh, but nothing, yeah, nothing big. I haven't seen a lot, of, a lot of people yet, especially right now with this whole COVID. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. out in Japan, so it's kind of like it's kind of a trip no, to think wild. about. Yeah, think about people in the United States right now because it's just so different out here. Everybody's just like mm-hmm. out and about. Um, but another question is: Are you still living with Paul? I mean, you said you left Paul, but. Um, like, how did, I guess, how did you handle kind of saying goodbye, maybe not knowing that he might be gone next year or he might come back next year? Yeah, no, um, I mean, currently right now we're, we we still have our apartment, you know, at least it's the end until next, 
until January. So mm. we still have that. But uh, but yeah, there was some. You know, obviously I said my goodbyes to him. Yeah, knowing you know his situation and stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I can't. I don't. I, it's it's between him and the club and. Yeah, you know, if any, and you know, hopefully, you know, everything works out, and he can get back to me and let me know. Then, yeah, I'm pretty sure he will, and I'll be happy for him because I know he deserves it. You know, yeah. he worked very hard, and and he ne- never complains about anything. But uh, but yeah, so but I mean, it was like any goodbyes, you know, going into the off season. You know, gonna miss him, but yeah, I need, I need some space away from him. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, you guys probably you know, celebrated pretty well when he got his first goal. I mean, that was that was pretty oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I went, I, I went more crazier than him. <laughs> That's funny. That's, <laughs> That's cool. Um. So there was another like some big news that came out this year during the end of the season. Um. With with Reno kind of folding, how did you feel since you spent some time out there? Um. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. Honestly, I know. I know they had their rough times, you know, as a club and an organization, but as a, but also as a club and organization with the players wise and mm. competing, they were, they were top class, you know, yeah. they were very well, very well, you know, you know, very good players that came in and came out and, uh, and yeah, I, mean, I think it was a good platform for even, you know, us, you know, with the Quakes being affiliated with them to send players down there to get, you know, some minutes in mm-hmm. professionally and that type of level, but, uh, it's going to, it's, it really sucks, you know, to hear that they, you know, they're folding. Yeah. Like that it was all the success, you know? Yeah. It was a quality club. I mean, all the guys that went down there from the quakes, they always played at a high level because the club was just achieving greatness every single year. So it, it speaks volumes when I get, I guess three guys go to an MLS caliber club, right, right from the bat. So it's like, yeah. like your, uh, your friend, Kevin, one of them that goes, mm-hmm. he's playing for Minnesota now. And exactly. Yeah. So it's definitely, that was a quality club. It's very unfortunate. Has there been any, I mean, you're a player, I understand this, but do you know, like, has there been any talks about where like these guys like yourself or maybe um, like the guys that are younger, like Gilbert and things like that. Do you know if they're going to go anywhere next year or something like that? No affiliates? Uh, Yeah. No, I have no clue. Mm. That's good. That's probably going to be a decision they'll make, you know, once the season you know, gets going or preseason yeah. or so, but yeah, I mean, my focus is always going to be with the, with the quakes and trying to play in MLS, play, get minutes here. That's true. Um, so what would you say to kind of like the Reno fan, you know, like if you're, you're a fan of Reno, what would you, what would you tell to that fan that's growing up watching soccer? Uh, I don't know. There's not much to really say, you know, like, yeah. cause I even like, even me, I was a fan, even when I wasn't there and especially this year, watching them play, yeah. supporting the guys that I, that, I did play with there and I know, uh, so it, it sucks. You, you know, won't be seeing them there, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that city, in that club anymore. So it's very, very unfortunate, but, uh, but I know the arena fans, you know, they're going to get through it and hopefully there could be some, another spark, you know, to that yeah. you know, area to bring a, bring another team in maybe possibly, but, uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, but for the time being, guys, uh, if you're a Reno fan, definitely take a look at the Quakes. We have a lot of your old players. So. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk sure, a little I'm bit sure about this. Yeah, Let, let's talk a little bit about the season. Um, I remember the last time you came on, you said your goal was to get on the field and get some minutes versus LAFC the first time you were on the podcast, and you actually mm-hmm. did achieve that. How did you achieve your goal? Uh, well. If I'm being honest, I mean it was a wasn't a thing. I think I'm thinking of the game 
which is yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't the best of games to come on. Yeah, but it, it, it was good. it was your goal to get into that game, but it it was yeah. kind of out of your hands at that point, right? It was yeah, something it, it that you like. It was the it was the five one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that exactly, you know, it's a tough game to come into, you know. Mm. But uh, with the service setups, obviously, with any minute that I got, I was you know, grateful and wanted to take the opportunity to, you know, to to prove myself. But mm. uh, but yeah, so obviously that was a goal of mine, and it just it's just uh, I would say unfortunate the way it, I came in, how it happened, the way yeah. it ended. But but still fortunate enough to get get in there because uh, you know, I think now playing in that stadium. Is a mm. is a has a big impact in me now mm. with the with the relationship that I've had you know not the club itself but my uncle that was part of their their uh, you know supporting group you know, oh wow okay being, yeah being one of the main ones and then passing away this year so every time I step in that that stadium it's just it's a oh wow thing, you know yeah you didn't tell us that last time um I, I'm sorry for your loss Eric um yeah. but they, that must have weighed a lot to you I mean a lot on your shoulders there to play in that game. So definitely that was a nice goal to achieve. Um, yeah. Walk us through when you, when you go into a game that's like that, right? Five, one, what do you, are, is the coach telling you something? Is Matias telling you something that it's like, okay, don't let them score anymore. Or do you want to be a little more on the creative side to create something? What's going through your mind? What's the coach telling you? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's, was going through my mind it's also going through everybody's mind and even the coach is like it sucks yeah it's uh it's, it's embarrassing mm. you know we felt we felt embarrassed for sure uh but at the same time you know it's like we just got to get past it because mm. if we keep dwelling on it it's going to continue happening which it did for a bit yeah and then we finally you know got some common sense in ourselves where we forgot about everything that all of that in the past. I mean, we, we, we know, we know, we know what happened. We learned from it, but at the same time, we're not going to, you know, continue thinking about this because at the end of the day, you know, when we, when we got together as a team again, as a unit, we started finding our way and finding ourselves and finding our game, which led us to our run to yeah. make it into playoffs. You yeah. Know? And the, and the, and that's what everybody started talking about. They they weren't really you know paying attention anymore to us losing these many games by these many goals. But mm-hmm. now we're in the playoffs, and now we got to show what why we're in the playoffs. You know, Which right? I think I feel like we did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think you guys, speaking on all the fan base, you guys did a great job uh, representing the club and the crest and everything. Um, so walk us through. I guess you kind of did a little bit, but walk us through kind of like the brutal part of the season. What was going on? And I mean, what was going through the locker room? Was it was it kind of like a not fun space anymore? Was it more of a let's just get d- down and dirty, see what's going on? Like, what was going on in the locker room? What was the overall feel? I mean, to be honest, I, I think uh, in, a, in you know throughout that time, throughout that brutal time, the locker room itself, I feel like we're still, you know, still good, good with each other. You know, happy, mm-hmm. you know, friends, obviously good teammates, but. Right. Uh, but obviously, you know, we're upset on all the results and stuff that was happening, but we weren't taking it out on each other, mm, that's which good. was a good yeah. thing, you know. But, uh, but yeah, then go, you know, obviously there were some, there'll be some moments, you know, some players, met, uh, you know, that were taking it more than others, mm. you know. But, uh, but at the end of the day, I feel like we, we didn't let those results really separate us even more than it probably might have looked, looked like. 
Yeah. Which was great. And then having Matias there, you know, keeping us together, he really focused on, like he always says in, I feel like, all his interviews about unity. Yeah, definitely. Uniting, you know, and having like that, that mm-hmm. bond, you know, it's together. Uh, so, you know, we got, we got that going and then picked it up from there. Okay. And then, so having a coach that play or that coached in like a league that's like Liga MX already, where it's very prevalent with media and kind of just, you know, hounding players, hounding um, the coaching system or, or just the, the philosophy, having a coach that's already been through that. Was that prevalent in your guys's bad spell or was Matias already prepared for like bombardments from the, the media? Did he prepare you guys uh, in a certain way? For the media? Yeah, or like just like fans getting mad, things like that, right? Kind of. Uh, I mean, I mean, I feel like most of the guys, including including Matias, you know, they've been through, I would say, some type of spell with media-wise. Even mm. if you were doing good, you know, you're yeah. always going to have people that are hating no matter what. You know, mm. you're doing you're doing good yourself. You're, the team is doing good. But you're still going to have the haters coming into social media which is the easiest place to go to right talk, you know that's that shit about people you know yeah or any or anything so i feel like me personally you know, i i've noticed that a lot so i didn't really pay attention to the social media or even try to read comments yeah that's good and i'm, I'm sure I'm, and i'm sure a lot of guys do you know i'm sure a lot of the guys you know didn't really care what other people thought because like a lot, of, a lot of people say you know you're either with us when we're down and don't be with us when we're up, you know, type of stuff. Or something. right, like a saying like that, you know, don't be with us when, don't don't like be with us when we're up on our highs. If you can't be with us when we're on our lows, you know. Exactly. So, at the end of the day, you know, we're the ones that that are out there and you know playing and trying to get these results. But uh, but yeah, I don't think there he needed he or the team needed any any type of like plan or coaching of how yeah. to control the media, you know. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Then a lot of the guys kind of already are prepared for lows and highs basically. All right. And then, so achieving that run before the playoffs, that was probably one of the best spells of form that this team has ever played through. What was it like being a part of that? I mean, was everything just clicking? Um, especially that first win at LAFC, right? The two to one where Espinosa yeah. um, has that crazy pass for the, for for the win um mm-hmm. what what did you what was going through your mind right there did you it's like oh my god you know the rain has gone the sun is shining it's our time now what was going through your mind oh yeah no that's that's for sure the, the starting point of you know the run you know everybody can vouch for that and can totally see that but uh but yeah we didn't really let it get to our heads you know it was one game mm-hmm. you know so i think that's where matias comes into the picture of like really like getting that through our heads like it's one game you know he, right. he said a lot about you know talking about like we're a warrior soldier and we were like we had no legs type of stuff like we were like hurt from our legs and we're crawling like that's where we're at in the spell in the beginning like we're almost dead but we weren't completely dead yet you know mm. and then after that win it was like okay now we're getting up now we're up to our knees right okay now we take it to the next game we want to take another step in our life in our body so we got to go f- to the next game. We win that mm-hmm. one. It's like, it's like now we're standing up. We're re- recovering even more. Yeah. Now it's about taking that, taking a step, maybe able to move forward, mm. you know, now that we're up. But, uh, but yeah, so I think that those like little metaphors and, you know, really motivated us to like continue to push. 
and you know hopefully make that playoff run which did yeah so when was when was the moment that it was like oh my god we can we could probably still make the playoffs was that after the second win um kind of like oh wow we're just right back into it uh, i would i would yeah i would say either even even that first game against it when we won against lafc mm. after after that you know like the way we played the way you know that whole game went down yeah uh you know i think that was that was really the spark to everything wow because he you know matthias said you know in past in the past year or even in the beginning of this year like we're gonna beat this team when when like we were probably at our our worst Mm. and it's gonna turn type of stuff and and then even like going into like other teams as well like we'll we'll face these guys and we're going to beat them when it really counts type, you know, type of stuff. Mm. That's, that's always good to hear. I mean, when, especially when you're in a rut, right. That mm-hmm. your coach still has a lot of faith in the squad and, and oh, no yeah. matter what's going on with the coach and the FO that he still believes in his guys. Right. So that's, that's actually really nice. Um, all right. So walk us a little through the, the, the playoffs, right. Um, what were you guys practicing before the game versus sporting? Like, what was that one thing that Matias was just always telling you guys about that this team is very lethal? Um, Cause it was the first time you guys played them in a long time. So there had to have been something that you guys practiced a lot. Yeah. We, we practiced a lot on, you know, our ball circu- circulation, you know, mm. being patient because they, they weren't, they had a very high line from the back. Yeah, definitely. And very compact from their forwards. But they weren't really high pressing us as you know mm. as much. They would wait a little bit until we got closer to the to the like I would say the, the our top our half of the circle. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, then they would go try to do this press and, and this and that. We really focused on. Mm. And it was and it was always obviously about you know that that circulation moving it one side to one side. Even though it might be boring, mm-hmm. we're not going anywhere. We're just going side to side. But eventually, it was going to open up. Yeah. You know. And uh, and then also a lot of mobility. You know, we needed a lot of movements from, you know, the midfield, the forwards, all these double movements, getting in behind mm. them with with our speed that we had, especially in the wing. Yeah. You know, it was uh, that was our main focus since they had a very high line. You know, a lot of teams mm. weren't weren't really playing the balls over the top as much because they have very tall defenders, especially yeah. center backs. But uh, we believed with our speed, we could get behind them. You know. And which we did, we scored probably two goals. Yeah, you know, getting behind them and then crossing it. All right, and then so did you? Did you guys know? You kind of went a, lo- a little bit about how their defenders are taller and not as quick. But did you know any b- about their weaknesses? Like, was there anything that you were like, "Oh, Polito's not going to play. We should not worry too much about what he's going to do." Did, was there anything that you guys knew in practice that you were preparing for? Um, I mean, now we thought. I mean, I, I didn't know Polito was even not gonna oh, play okay. or he was injured at the time or anything. Mm-hmm. We thought he was gonna play, but at the end of the day, like you know, we didn't really worry about you know their players as much as we worried about yeah. ourselves and how we were gonna you know conquer them. But with art, with our style of play, you know, not yeah. really worried about okay, how we're gonna defend them as much mm. because uh, you know, yeah, I feel like that was it and. Uh, and we knew we knew some of their weaknesses, like I said, which was their high line. Yeah. Which because we had the speed, mm-hmm. and there, there, and obviously the individual parts where Matias would tell us, 
you know, specifically each individual individual's weakness and their strengths. Mm-hmm. So at that, and then so that that's where the guys, you know, you know, taking into consideration of what wow. he's saying to take advantage. Yeah. So Matias breaks it down player by player what they're good at. Wow, right. that's that's interesting. Um, as it has have other coaches done that in the past for you as well? Like um, when you were in Reno or at the Cosmos with Savarese and then Russell. Not, this- not, not to the extent that he does. Yeah. Mm. Not to the extent where he's like individually, like this is the only, we're focused on this player right, right now while he's talking and he's going to go to the next player, which is will be the starting lineup most of the time. Wow. Okay. Um, that's there's, actually, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. Cause there's always like, obviously, you know, the teams have their, you know, star players. Yeah. Most of them are, you know, they're, they're attacking players and you, you know, coaches will focus on them and be like, they can't have this guy on the ball. This guy is your top goal scorer, like stuff like that. Mm. And that like, he does this and this, but not to the, you know, extent, you know, specific stuff that Matia does. Mm. Wow. That's actually, that's great news. I don't think a lot of Quakes fans n- know that kind of like the coaching side of Matias and, and what he does in, in the locker room to get you guys prepared. Um, so did you guys, I know this is kind of, this is going to be a little bit of a spicy question, but did you guys know that going into this, this kind of, this playoff game that our weakness was on set pieces? Like, did you guys feel like you practiced that like a lot? Or was it something that was like, oh yeah, we give up some goals on set pieces and it's just, it's going to happen since they have a very, some, some teams have taller guys, right? Yeah, I mean, we we practice set pieces almost every day mm. before the game, like like usually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we we knew that you know we're we weren't the best you know d- defensively. Mm. I know. I, I mean, if we paid attention to it. We know we let in you know a couple goals here and there, offset pieces majority. But uh, but yeah, I mean, going into the game, we weren't like okay. We got it. Like we we know we know we struggle in set pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's like try to avoid the fouls as much as possible. But mm. obviously they're gonna get they're gonna get fouls or get corner kicks. Yeah. But it's about you know now we try to avoid them getting too much so that these like couple set pieces that they get mm-hmm. we're ready for. You know we won't be as tired or or, or what would you say um, unfocused. Yeah. You know. As how it usually is when, mm-hmm. when you let in a goal off a set piece. All right. And then, so during the playoff match, did you expect to see any playing time during the game? I expected not to see a minute. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was good. You know, it was good to get in there. The atmosphere was great again, you know, having some fans. So it was, it was happy. It, you know, it was very exciting to, you know, to be a part of, but uh, yeah, I had no idea that I was even going to get the chance. Yeah. I'm, so I'm thankful that I did. Yeah. Um, I forgot to actually ask you, there was fans. How did that like, like kind of play into it? I mean, the first time you see fans in, I guess over a year, right. Or a year, Orlando, mm-hmm. there was no fans. There was no fans at home or away games. And this mm-hmm. was, the, I think the first game with fans. How did that feel? Yeah. It felt great. It felt like, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was like something like that we weren't familiar with again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stuff. Like it was, it was like a shock. It was like it was a weird, like awkward little moment, but uh, but it was great. It was great to have fans again. You know, just hearing that, hearing them outside and stuff like that. I, I missed it. Yeah, and then um, where there are a lot of hecklers because I mean they're probably biting at the bit to kind of get out there. Finally, they probably said all, all yeah. tons of stuff. 
Oh yeah, they did. They did. They said they're part like any no more no more normal home fans to away yeah. away teams. But uh, but that's the thing we we you know we miss. You know we as long as they don't get you know too crazy and say reckless stuff. You know it's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's all you know. It's fun in games. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially, I mean, how did it feel after Wando scored that tie, right? The, just the whole place was just quiet, right? Just insanely oh, yeah. quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was. I'm telling you, what a, what a game it was to just watch, you know? Yeah. Be a part of it later on in the extra time, but just to watch, man, it was, oh, yeah, it was something amazing, you know, just ending it like that. Yeah, especially when right before Tim Mealy had a had a save on Wando to tie the game, mm-hmm. and then he comes right back to to score. That was def- that was a great game. If you're just a casual fan, or if you're either fan mm-hmm. of both teams, right? Exactly. Um, and then, so walk us through like what are you what are you thinking in the extra time? Like, what are you trying to exploit? Things like that. What was your role when coming on? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I I wanted to go in and. Uh, you know, me personally, I feel like I have a, you know, a strength in, mm-hmm. you know, playing the balls over the top or even mm-hmm. out wide, but like pinging it. So, and I love to, I love to do those. I love mm-hmm. to, so me was trying to use Cade, the fresh, the freshest leg there and the fastest guy on the pitch, mm-hmm. to be honest, as much as I could, which, but at the times I couldn't always, always play the ball over the top. Yeah. And he was playing out wide a little bit more, so it was a little tougher. But I was just trying to get on the ball as much as I could, and then even try to, you know, get in and shoot like you know a couple shots. Yeah. You know, I try to wish, wish I could have got a little more forward, and instead of worrying about you know coming back defensively so they wouldn't score. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I was just you know thankful to get in. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of players can say they played in a playoff match. That's definitely a great accolade to have. Um, so this 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 picture that's I guess. A lot of Quakes fans have this lasting image in their mind of the penalty shootout when it cuts to you and Tommy Thompson watching the shootout. Have you seen that like clip? Have you seen? I haven't. No, no it just it looks. It, it cuts to you and Tommy because you guys were next to each other in the shootout, and just Tommy looks like he. I mean, so defeated, and you do as well. But mm. what's going through your mind during the shootout? Well, we missed the first one. It's like okay, fuck. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. First, yeah, we missed the first one. It's like, damn. Okay, like that's always. I feel like it's always the worst one when you see. Yeah, especially as your first kick, as your first kick, you see it miss, you know. But it's, then you move on, and then you know you see. Then you see the second one. It's like, all right, like now it's even getting worse. Right. You know, it's like now we have to score, or uh, or you know, if they miss, then okay, if we miss again, then we'll be okay. We'll get another one. Yeah. But. They score all all three, and it's going to the third, and it's like, all right, we have to score. If not, then it's, we know it's over. Yeah. And then, but I think it's you know seeing from our view mm-hmm. the penalty being taken, and while they're looking at the ball to shoot, we're already looking at the goalkeeper and seeing where he's going, and seeing him go early. Yeah. And then the ball's going towards him. It's like, okay. Oh. You know, like dang. He's gonna block it now. Yeah. Oh, right so there. you, yeah, you get yeah. like kind of like a, like a head get, start. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's a, so like he's already like he's already moving to one side, mm-hmm. and once once they kick the ball and it's going towards them, it's like, oh, no, yeah, you know, like no. We're but, uh, but I mean, yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate the way it ended. You yeah. know, 
Were you so did you did you know the penalty kick order? Were you on it? Uh I I was I was I was and then I wasn't. It was Tell us, tell us what happened. Yeah, so like Wando was we we're waiting for Wando to come back from the coin toss and everything to see what pick we got. Mm-hmm. Everybody was everybody was like trying to figure out who was taking it because it was on us, you know, Matias or the coach said didn't have like a list saying that you're gonna take this number mm. and this and that. Nah, he, he left it to us and whoever wanted to take it with confidence to go take it. Mm. So we're waiting for Wanda to come back. Yeah. And there's all this commotion about these names being named to shoot. And then some guys are like, no, 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 I, I'm not shooting. I'm not shooting. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go five. I'll right. go fifth. I've, I've, I, me personally, I've always gone fifth. Yeah. I, you know, if I take minutes, I'll, I'll go fifth. Mm-hmm. And, and then Wando comes in and he goes, no, 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 no I'm going five. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I can't say nothing to that. All right, then. And then I'm trying to figure out who's taking it and what number they're going at. Yeah. And then I, and then I get to the point where like, okay, fourth, nobody's, nobody said fourth. Mm-hmm. So then right before I say it, Tommy's like, oh, I'm going for it. I said, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. That's fine. And then I was like, okay, nobody else. Uh, yeah. I'm going six. I'm going to get out of here. No, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, go- I'm going six. That's it. Nobody's taking that. All right. So. Okay. So you were six. six. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's, that's cool that you actually had like the courage or the bravery to want to take five. I mean, man, five's a big spot, dude. That's like the yeah, Ronaldo penalty. It is. But, but that's, that's, I've always done that. I've always done it my whole, my whole life. So mm. uh, I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm going five. And it just made sense, you know, for me to hopefully take one just to show you know, show everybody, you know, like, yeah. okay, I'm not scared of this. I'm not scared of this moment. I'm going to be nervous maybe, but that's I'm awesome. scared of these moments, you know, and, and plus I was a fr- one of the freshest legs. So I should have. Yeah. Taken, you know? um, so really quickly, it went Alanis, Espinosa, Yule, and no, then Tommy, no. Wando, you. No, it went, Alan, it went Alanis, Yule, Espinosa, oh. Tommy, Tommy, Wando. And then Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And then after you, was there more or no? It was kind of like whoever goes at that point. Yeah, basically. I mm. think so. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going six. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this goal. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, did you guys ever go back and watch the penalties? No? I mean, I've, I, I've, I've watched them plenty of times, you know, because of social media. Yeah. But so, as, a t- as, a, as a team. As a team, no. No. A lot of fans were clamoring that Tim Melia was actually off the line for the first two penalties. Yeah, so that was kind of like this, that was the story going like, mm-hmm. yeah, he blocked all three, but blocking the first one, it sets the tone. And he was way off the yeah. line on the first one and even the second one. So it was kind of like, oh, man, he got away with one. So that's a lot of Quakes fans weren't too mad. Because it was like, mm-hmm. oh man, we got cheated, but they played great. You know, you, our team played mm-hmm. great. We were, we almost pulled off an upset from eight to one. So, it's yeah. just, it's just unfortunate that he got away with that. But he was definitely off the line for the first one. So that's yeah. something the yeah, ref. That's the, the crazy thing. The crazy thing about it is they have VAR. Why don't they just check every penalty? I, it's the craziest thing, right? Because because we're San Jose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. The, it's crazy. You guys probably know too. All the pundits on like Fox and ESPN, they they hate us. I mean, they don't they don't want to yeah. cover us. They don't want to talk about us. It's just it's the worst. But it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Yeah. So, how was the plane ride home? 
you know, that's what, that's what, you know, Matias came in and said, you know, like, obviously it's very disappointing the way it ended, but we should be proud of ourselves the way it did end though. Definitely. You know, like, you know, the way we fought, the way we battled, you know, the way we played this game tonight, it was that night, it, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to be embarrassed, nothing to feel sad about. Yeah. So to go back home still with everything we accomplished this year from being even down to our worst point than even even losing just losing this playoff game you know uh we should still continue to do what we use, what we do after we win the game you know and don't play right home which is play music yeah. play cards you know talk to each other whatever you know not not he doesn't want he didn't want to hear no silence that type of stuff you know mm. people being on their own like nah what for, that's awesome you know? yeah. yeah it's definitely Especially in a moment like that, you definitely need your, you know, your brothers. You need the camaraderie mm-hmm. to be the same after a win, things like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely not a, not a. You guys were not an embarrassment because this is probably the best playoff game the Quakes have seen in probably a long time, close to ten years. So definitely, you guys played great. Definitely a lot better than the last time you guys were in the playoffs. So it was mm-hmm. a phenomenal showing. Um, yeah, so like I guess this kind of answered this next question. What was the mood of the at at the certain like at the the club basically after the loss? Um, was the season viewed as a success for you guys for the club for the coach? Was it was this whole season a success? I believe so. I mean, yeah. we ha- we had a goal which was to make it a playoffs, and we did. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we had another goal which was to make it to all the way and win a championship. But uh. But obviously, you know that goal ended once we you know, lost the first game in playoffs. But, yeah, yeah, you know, especially making. Yeah, especially in this weird year, right? I mean, making the playoffs and so so many different things that went on this year, from Orlando mm-hmm. to the season to points per game, then to are we going to make the playoffs? And then that that yeah. low, and then the run. It was a great season. All Quakes fans. Mm-hmm myself included think you guys did a spectacular job and should not feel like you guys had a failure at all. This was a great season, especially it started with not bringing in anybody, right? No reinforcements. You guys all mm-hmm. stepped up to the plate. So we, we thank you for that. We appreciate, appreciate all the work you guys put in for us, all the fans and, and everything. <laughs> all right. Yes. And then are you rooting for anybody in uh in the playoffs right now? No, no, <laughs> All right, you no, don't want to see sporting really, lose. You don't want to see Minnesota. Let's go Minnesota. I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm I'm, I'm watching the games, but I could. I'm not trying to pick a team or anything. <laughs> if anybody's gonna win it, I feel like Seattle's gonna take it all. Yeah, Seattle's a quality club. Yeah. They're they're always good. So I, yeah, I I always think since I'm a, I'm a, I'm Uruguayan, so when Uruguay's out of the World Cup. I just want like Brazil or someone to win that's already won it before, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they just add to it. It's not new teams, yeah. so yeah. that's that's how I feel. But yeah, Seattle's definitely that that type of Brazil team. <laughs> All right, yeah, and then yeah, they're a good team. Yeah. Um, what um what? So what day do you guys or walk us through what you're what you guys are doing during the off season? Like what? Whose whose call are you waiting for? Are you waiting for um like? Jesse's call that hey come back or who runs like getting you guys back together? Uh, I mean, right now we're waiting for, I would say one of the team coordinators or our athletic trainer, mm-hmm. you know, cause uh, he has our, our workout plans or he could send it to our team, our team coordinators and they send that to us. That's the first text we're waiting for when, we, you know, when we should start 
you know, to when we're going to end mm-hmm. so that we come back to preaching on this day ready, you know? Mm. So but, you, uh, yeah. You kind of have like a, a scheduled workout you're supposed to do on your own first. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, especially with kind of like how Santa Clara now is in code purple, right? It's going to be a little mm-hmm. harder on to get back into like training yeah. together. So it, it kind of adds a lot of weight to working out on your own. Are you prepared mm-hmm. for that? Do you kind of have a space for you that, that at, at home back, back home? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I try to try to figure out stuff beforehand, especially right now since I'm, I'm you know, just relaxing and taking a break yeah so i'm um, looking out and seeing what i could where i could go and what i can do and stuff like that Mm. okay and then um are you planning to stay in um in la for the rest of the off season are you planning to go back to your apartment and maybe like get set up or yeah i'm I'm planning to stay here until until probably january when i have to go back to the apartment and take out all my stuff oh yeah that's right uh, yeah i don't think we're going to be staying there again Mm. our lease because yeah but other than that if i if i don't have to come back until like the end of january or even february because they don't know when the season's gonna start yeah i'll stay here until then did you like your spot in in san jose was it uh was it a nice nice place yeah i did i did okay now yeah now it's time to get a new one (laughs) you a a bigger pad what's you need a pool what do you Uh, want like no i mean i don't know to be honest (laughs) who who knows because we we came in to this apartment so we could have like, all these amenities, you know, pools, gym, and this mm. and that. Oh yeah, you can't even COVID. use it. Yeah, but they start charging. So ah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so have you thought of if Paul Marbury doesn't come back to the club, have you like thought of another possible um, roommate that you've talked to about it? Like, do, do you have that set up like a second, like a I guess like a second option, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I possibly possibly move in with maybe like Saeed, mm. you know, Haji or something. And, and I know a lot of the young guys that live pretty pretty far. You know, maybe they would want to come down and now get an apartment or, or move in with one of us, you know, mm. on the team, and, and you know, get like a three bedroom or something, or even yeah. a house that you know could fit a bunch of us in. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's talk, there's talks and stuff. So we'll be planning this offseason to see what's up. Did you say happy birthday, say Saeed? Of course. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's, good. That's my squid. That's my squid right there. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I guess, where, like, where do the other guys live? I mean, is, how far is it? Uh, well, I mean, I know, like, Gilbert and Jacob were living, like, around, like, Pleasanton area or something. Oh, wow. Or, yeah, I know Jacob lives there. And, and, uh, and then Casey was, I forgot where he lived, but he was coming, like, an hour or so Eesh. away every wow. morning to training which sucks yeah yeah but that that's the grind right of being a professional yeah. you kind of have to you have to do the yeah, sacrifice and, and want to stay home wanting, i mean it's good for them because besides the drive like i'm sure they're saving a bunch of money living still at home yeah that's parents, true you know? yeah so. and then home cooked meals every day you know <laughs> yeah exactly exactly what uh what did you miss the most from from being at your apartment and now when you're home like what's the like you get mom's cooking is that like the best thing you look forward to yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm i'm waiting for that right now she's waiting for her new place you know to to like a new condo and stuff Mm. so once she gets that going you know i'll be going over there and getting some home cooked meals as well yeah it's always the best i mean especially when you haven't been home in a long time um so we talked a little bit um about kind of 
what what you're waiting for in the off season. So there is no timetable for you to go back yet. It's kind of up in the air. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the end, yet, like the the NBA kind of is like a really fast lead time. So we were thinking maybe in three months you guys are coming back or something like that. But I guess there is no timetable. And do you know why yeah, that I'm is? I'm sure. Uh, well, not personally. No, mm-hmm. I would think because they're still trying to plan to get you know, everything's situated, especially yeah. this whole COVID and positive testing, you know, that's been occurring, but also getting even more games that we don't have to play the same exact teams every right or two, you know? Yeah. Well, to, yeah. You know, get us to, yeah. So that, which is tough, you know, they can't guarantee anything, but I'm sure, you know, by next year, maybe January, February, that they'll have a plan. We'll be back by then. Definitely. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you guys as players ever feel cheated that you guys were playing like the best of the best teams? I mean, all the time. And while there was FC Cincinnati, these teams that made the play are like played a little bit of an mm-hmm. easier schedule than let's mm-hmm. say you guys. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't see it as that. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to be the best, you got to play the best. You gotta That's be, right. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think it, it helped us a lot, you know, to grow as a team, as players and yeah. everything. So I think going into next year, hopefully, you know, it's going to be a different level. Yeah, definitely. Um, so do you keep in touch with the guys during the off season? I mean, you said you talked to your squid today, but um, did you, did you talk to any of the other guys really? Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to Paul, I've spoken to Luis, mm. you know, uh, some of the other guys, not some, not, I haven't said anything yet. I mean, it's only been three days. You know, but uh, oh wow, sure yeah, I'll, yeah, I know for sure I'll be talking to them soon. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> three days, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hey yeah. man, I miss you, bro. Nah, it's only been three days, dog. <laughs> yeah, I need my time. I need my time away from you guys right now. Yeah, I feel I'll you guys up later. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that must have been hard, right? Because you don't have really any insight knowing if your like roommate's gonna be back, right? So it's kind of like you gotta say like for real goodbye, and then mm-hmm. hopefully it's not the real one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, but I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Mm. And then, so uh, last time we kind of talked about a little bit about Augustine, how he has like the hardest jump in in, in the yeah. game. Um, he finally got a shout out on on the Quakes Twitter, so I thought that was kind of cool. They they uh, <laughs> they finally give him some love, and everybody was giving him love. So I thought it was a little funny that we spoke about that last time. But yeah, he's finally getting a little recognition. <laughs> yeah, good for him. He needs it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it was funny. I was thinking, I was like, man, if, if you know, because all these rumors that Matias might go to Monterey, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think Agustin could just jump right in and be coach? Because he, he, I mean, he, he already no. said everything. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, not at all, not no, at all. No, no, no disrespect to my boy, but I don't think so. I don't think that's his profession, you know. Mm. That's the... <laughs> All right. And then, um, so players and analysis have been calling for the MLS top score award to be named the Chris Wondolowski um, award, similarly to the Landon Donovan MVP. What, what would it mean to the club for that to become a reality? So what would you think? And then what do you think the club would think? Uh, me personally, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it at all. I mean, this man's, you know, worked for, I, I would say, if he got that honor of having that, you know, trophy named after him. Yeah, he's worked. You know, he's worked very hard for to be where he's at and to be that top goal scorer. So yeah, I mean, and it's, it would be good, great for the club. I know they would, you know, love it. They appreciate that because then they have the you no know, bragging rights to saying that this guy came from from our our, club, yeah. our organization. You know, that's true. Um, all right, yeah. So looking at the season next year, 
Do you have any goals that you want to achieve next year? Do you have anything that you really want to work on, have in mind? Um, anything that help you achieve your next level in your mind, right? Yeah, I mean, me, it's, again, the more minutes. You know, I want to play more games. I want to play games consistently. I want to start con some games consistently. I don't want to just come in one game, be out for the next five, and come in, come in type of thing. Mm. I want to I want to play consistently. I want to get the opportunity to have, you know, the opportunities that other players have had and, and just be able to con you know, continue working on my game, you know, and that's by playing. Uh, and then, yeah, and then also being, you know, contributing to the, to the team, not only just with, my support and you know what I do when I come on the in the field, but also being able to you know score goals and you know yeah. give assists. I need more of those, so that's definitely a main goal of mine that I'm going into next year. Is there anything that you can do off the pitch or when you're practicing to kind of achieve this? I remember the last time we talked about where's a place that you can improve. Do you felt like you can improve? You improve there, or do you feel like you can improve there more? I guess it was turning with the ball, right? That was the biggest. Yeah, I, key. I, 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 yeah, I could always improve more. You know, no matter yeah. what, I, I probably improved a little bit. You know, this year, but I could always go even more. You know, so that's still going to be no matter no matter how old I get, it's going to be one of the main main points that I'm going to continue working on every you know every every off season. Sweet. And then with a little bit of uncertainty, if Matias is going to be back next year or, or not, how do you prepare for that type of uncertainty? I mean, it's with such a high profile coach, right? There's always going to be rumors. Do you, I mean, do you ever look into them? Do you kind of think like, do you guys know that he's going to come back already? Do you not worry about that? How do you, what goes through your mind? Uh, I don't, I don't think about it at all. Hold hmm. up. This dog's annoying me. <laughs> For all you guys that can't see, <laughs> he's going to grab his, his dog. Yeah, so um, we're just going to wait for Eric to come back now. But um, there was so, there was something that was annoying him. Um, yeah, it's just dog crying, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's other people in the house that don't hear it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, does do you have, like, a little sense of – kind of worried that if another coach comes in, you have to impress him again, or since you kind of already have a, a nice standing with um, Matias, like what's going through your mind? Uh, to be honest, I feel like it would be the same either way. Mm. Even though obviously, you know, Matias stays either way. He knows, he, he does know me more. Yeah. He knows what I'm capable of, but there's always going to be still things I need to do to impress him. Mm -hmm. to get that opportunity to start yeah. or even play even more consistently. And then another coach comes in, it's, it's going to be the same thing. You know, I might, but basically he just won't know me as much as Matias does now because he's been with me for two years. Yeah. But it's still going to be, I'm still going to have to impress the new coach or even Matias if he stays, you know, but then a day I'm just going to work for myself right now Yeah. to you know, get, the, get the better of myself. And when the day comes of, you know, preseason and whatever, like, Hopefully, it's enough to impress either one. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you have any predictions for next year? Do you think you're going to get on the score sheet? You're going to have some assists? What are your predictions? Uh, I, I predict I'll score one. I'll score okay. a goal. Okay. I'll, okay. Get, I'll get some assists. It, it all depends on if I play, man. I can't guarantee that. Yeah. You know? You will. You will. So you'll, get some, you'll get some time. You've had a great year. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Well, that kind of that kind of wraps it up for us today. We want to thank you for coming on to the podcast and giving us your time. Um, I bet all the fans would appreciate all your insight and everything. So we thank you, Eric. We appreciate that, man. 
Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. You have a great day. We'll keep you in touch, man. Take care. All right, bro. You too. Have a good one.